0: Welcome to Gray Awakenings, a podcast covering the gray areas of life. Hello, hello. Hey.
1: Yo, what up? Hello.
0: So we are Gray Awakenings, like we said in the intro. Um, This is Hannah Gray. My pronouns are she and they. And my fun fact of the day is someone just asked me my top three ice creams, favorite ice creams, and now I'm dying to eat ice cream. So (laughs) thanks a lot, (laughs) Instagram follower. So yeah.
2: Hey, I'm Amanda Drew. Uh, my pronouns are she and they. Did you do your pronouns? You did do your pronouns. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, <and then> <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like <laughs> I was stressing about it. My fun fact of the day is that I love reptiles.
1: Ooh. My name is Adrian Gray. My pronouns are he, him. And my fun fact to, for the day is that our guest interviewee had helped me find my glasses about four years ago
3: (laughs) hi i'm candace candace and my pronouns are she and her and a fun fact about me i actually have two fun facts this is my first podcast and i'm a female drummer so that's pretty fun
1: (laughs) yeah that's fun That's really cool.
0: So today's topic, or as you all can see the title, but why not tell you again, um, fat bodies in the thin world. So we're going to be talking about um, just thin privilege. We're going to be talking about living in the world with a larger body, um, public spaces, clothing, sex, dating, modeling, health. All of the above. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today, and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? I guess. Well,
3: sure. Um, well, I am a mother of one, a little boy. Um, I'm, I'm sort of interesting, but not too much. <laughs> I would <don't> say <laughs> no, but I love music. That's one thing that I feel like identifies me. Um, I'm a music lover everything about it Um, I would consider myself a free spirit I like to try and learn different things Um, I'm not sure I wouldn't say I'm like an average um, woman I I like to tap into everything so I don't know eh, I don't know
2: (laughs) that's (laughs) good (laughs) yeah awesome Um, who's your favorite artist right now? There's that's You're a like, question I, couldn't I will never even. ever be able to answer. Top, oh, three, top three, that is
3: impossible, too. How about for right now? I go through these phases where I listen to like three or four um, artists for a period of time. So, right now, I've been listening to this guy named um, BJ the Chicago Kid. He's from Chicago, clearly. Um, I would a- hope so. <laughs> Um, he's a singer. Um, I love his music. And um, who's someone else that I'm listening to right now? Uh, the Internet. That's a group. And I believe they're from California, I think. But those are two types of people that I'm listening to right now. So, yeah. Very cool.
2: Awesome. <laughs> um. So we're going to get started talking about <laughs> like fat bodies. So. Um just for a uh, reference, uh Hannah and Adrian are what we would consider not fat. <laughs> and uh Candace and myself are what we would consider fat, okay? Um and Candace is cool with the term fat, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool. Right. It's only a word. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um I know that I love the wor- the word fat because like you can call people skinny, but as soon as you say fat, people are like, Oh my, my god! god. You can't say that. <laughs> no, you're beautiful. Bitch sounds ugly. But you call someone skinny and they're like, Yes. Right. Like it's not a problem. But right. fat's a bad word. Right. So like I like I like destigmatizing it and I like using it not only for like, ooh, shock value. But like also like there's not a there's not a problem right. with that word. Um so we're going to talk first. We, we have a list of things <laughs> that we want to talk about. Um, we want to talk about public spaces first, okay? So, um, like, and Hannah and Adrian are going to be weighing in on this as, like, thin people and people who might not, like, necessarily notice these things. But, um, so, I actually want to start talking because I, I just got these shorts <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... When I originally started going and looking for shorts, and this kind of ties into we wanted to talk about, like, clothing and shopping and stuff, too. But um, when I originally started looking for shorts, everywhere had, like, knee-length shorts.
3: In your size, right? Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I know, I'm booty like, shorts, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got legs, and <laughs> I like them. <laughs> so um, so I just, I think that it's, like, really hilarious that we have to search mm-hmm. Really hard yep. for like cool clothes right. in our size because I mean, you walk anywhere and it's like I don't want to say grandma shorts, yeah, but, but like grandma shorts, it is, it's like right. wide at the knee <laughs> and <in> they're khaki <laughs> and like right, you know, the men have like a panel on the front, <laughs> a little stump, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so like i ended up going to torrid notoriously oh fat positive yeah and dangerous for my Inexpensive. wallet expensive <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh that was uh, yeah definitely expensive it's the price you pay that's the thing
3: that <laughs> i hate most about the plus size the a proper term for a plus size women is that everything is more expensive it can be the same exact shirt as this like a small or whatever but because it's a bigger size it's going to be five dollars more just because I'm bigger that does not mean I have more money
2: <laughs> like, I don't I don't I don't get it
3: it's extremely annoying and the same thing for a long time I actually didn't wear shorts and Right now in my life, I'm 29 years old, and this is the biggest that I've ever been, but I'm most comfortable with myself that I've ever been. I've never been, like, you know, um, embarrassed or down about myself, but I've come to accept who I am. And when I was younger, I did not wear shorts. I'm like, I'm too fat for it. I'm too big. This is not going to work. Everyone's going to stare at me. But now it's like whatever, where's the booty shorts, and um, <laughs> I need them in all colors. And let all, me get that crop top, yeah, though. let me get that crop top. <laughs> and, yeah, like, it, it's, it's extremely annoying that we have to search so hard to find things that small girls or whatever can get at a drop of a hat. Like, it's extremely annoying to me. But. Yeah.
2: And it's so funny because I think about I think about you guys a lot, Hannah and Adrian, um, when I'm shopping because you guys thrift, you guys mm-hmm. thrift, and mm-hmm. we we have went thrifting before. And every time yeah, that I, I go, it, it is old lady people <laughs> like clothes, like I can't I, I can't do it, and I can't even wear the men's stuff that's larger because it doesn't fit like mm-hmm. my body correctly. Mm-hmm. So like, just affordable options are ridiculous, right. but like you could walk into a thrift store and pick up anything you don't even look at sizes anymore
0: <laughs> I like I actually thought about that after we left and I was like I kind of felt like an asshole because I was just like look at this and I had a whole arm <laughs> so I was like <laughs> like if you could see me right now I'm holding both my arms up like huge and I'm like hey look at all the stuff I found and you had like one thing and I I br- registered it But I guess it's just, like, nothing I've ever thought about because I never really had to. And I don't – and the fact that I'm, like, oh, I don't even look at the sizes. And, like, although I did try on a couple things I look like a potato sack in, but, but yeah, yeah, like, that's that's totally privileged right there that I didn't even have to think about that. I don't have to kind of, like – all those things over right I don't know so.
3: I um actually have the exact opposite of that situation one of my cousin she and I we go shopping and do things together all the time and she's small and I we love to thrift shop that's something that we love doing and certain places that we go to surprisingly I can find this, that, and that. And she's like, Candace, how did you find that? Help me come and find something. And I'm always like, I'm not helping you find anything because it's easier for you if we go to any other store. So it's it's so weird how, you know, like you said, you didn't find anything, but she found something. But with well, every single time that her and I go out somewhere, well, thrifting, where are you I, I go to Play-Doh's <laughs> closet a lot, actually. I oh, go there gee, a lot. Okay. And because... A lot of people didn't know that they have plus size clothes there, but I take my clothes there all the time and mm. it might not be as much as the smaller sizes, but yeah, that's, I, I go there a lot. I'm a very, very cheap person when it comes to clothes simply nope. because yes, you should
2: of, be right, <laughs> simply because when we go to a
3: regular store, I'm not paying twenty-five, thirty dollars for a shirt. That's, I'm I'm just not doing it. So
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I can't shop a clearance rack, I'm probably well, not doing I it. I go and straight like, to clearance. I don't even see anything
3: else until I get yeah. the
2: clearance. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> um That's that's crazy 'cause I, I remember going to like Plato's closet in high school. Mm-hmm. And even I was smaller in high school, right. you know what I'm saying? But like even then I was like and it might have been that I was way more self conscious about my right. body that I was like, I can't find anything. Right. And I had a negative attitude right. about it. But like I still couldn't I don't remember ever being like oh, so many plus size options <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, right. Or even like one pair of jeans that I could find, yeah. you know. So but I think that um, like attitude has a lot to do yeah, with it, it too. It does. You know?
3: It's that's a hundred percent true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So Well, Let's talk about some other public spaces Like do you have any public Any public space Where someone's like hey let's go Here and you're like oh Shit that is not fat friendly That's not like size Friendly
3: well uh, One place that I Can think of is like an amusement Park Um, but I don't ride Roller coasters but I do The bumper cars and it was like Oh god I I can't Breathe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not breathing this thing but it's it's just certain what i won't somewhere i can't remember when i go get my eyebrows done sitting in the salon chair and my fat is rolling out the side where uh-huh. my legs are so it's just little things like that that no one else would really really sit there and think about but people with bigger butts and bigger legs. It's like, Oh my God, hurry up and get me out of this chair. <laughs> right. I, my circulation <laughs> is cutting
2: off. But yeah. Yeah. I actually, I remember, I think I was in, I was in college and I was going to school out in Buffalo. And so one day a friend of mine who was at the time, she was the size that I am now. Mm-hmm. And I only know that cause I bought her wedding dress. <laughs> so, um, we I think it was like the Superman, we went on like the ride of steel at Darien Lake mm. and she tried to lock in uh. and it didn't happen. Uh. And I remember her like like trying really hard yeah. and gave it two and then she was like, Fuck it yeah. and just like got up and walked off and I was like oh, already right. tucked in. I was already in. <laughs> like, so I was like, I can't how do I get sorry. out of here? Can I <laughs> do I go by myself? Right, right. <laughs> but like, yeah, amusing parts not I don't and I understand weight limitations and like dimensions and stuff like that but like my sister is like half the size of me Mm -hmm. and sometimes she's like i I got an issue yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like who who are these meant for right who who is this ride meant for
1: right (laughs) um so i have a friend um where we went to Lake and lincoln for the longest time like they couldn't fit on The Ride of Steel and that was their favorite ride, like their absolute favorite ride. It's a good ride. And I remember it got to a point where like they no longer could fit on there and it was so disappointing to them. And I always felt so bad and so like we would essentially just kinda like have to avoid the ride. Um but like a lot of hard work was put in, you know, over years and years and years, you know failure to succeed, to failure to succeed, you know, just trying everything. Weight loss? Yeah. So, like, um, they have a new mechanism, like, right at the entrance of the ride where um, you can sit down in the seat, like, they have a mock seat with the lap belt, and when you pull it down, they have a little light um, that you can see, like, a little down to the left, and if it's red, then you won't fit on the ride. The The sensors won't lock in, and then you would have to get off. Um,
0: can we just talk about how this is kind of symbolic of, like, fat culture and thin culture and all this crap?
1: Mm-hmm. But if it's green, then you can just go ahead and get in line because um, you should fit on the ride, and they won't have to kick you off. Um, yeah. So we we went for their birthday and like it was this huge success and like they were so happy because they finally could ride the ride again and so it's just like yeah the the shame that you have yeah. to go through is just like terrible and to see it from the outside it's just like oh my gosh like
2: and as much as i like love that they that they put something out there so that there's no shame when you're like up there and in front of all those people you're still in front of people you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like could you imagine sitting down and like seeing that red light and then being like mm no nope, work not for me <laughs> yeah. and then there's like a line of like bigger people next to you presumably you know what i mean if if there's enough need for an extra seat outside of the line that um then you'd you'd think that there'd be right. enough like bigger people trying right. to get on this ride right. um so that's a little—I mean, this disheartening, but I'm also excited about it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it, that's—it's so weird. I really don't know how to even feel about it. Like it's—it's it's right, like um, right. yeah, access granted or no access denied. Like that is just. Right. I like, guess I don't ride roller coasters, but I could not imagine myself sitting in this chair and, like, praying to God, please let me be able to fit in this chair, and then for it to be a red light, I don't... It's just... Well, just
2: think if it was, like, the bumper cars. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, but
3: I made myself fit in the chair. <laughs>
2: <jokes. laughs> you're like, <laughs> but no way no, I'm going right, to not. You're right,
3: you're right. It's crazy.
1: I mean, it also, it's also kind of like, imagine if you had to, like, sit in a tester booth before you, like, go to a restaurant and sit oh. down, like... You gotta. They have one outside the restaurant. You gotta sit down in it, and if you got a green light, then you can go in this restaurant. Like that is also. It's
0: like it's creating a spectacle. It's creating this um, space where an audience can be watching, like folks struggling with this, and it's just like. I don't. I think we should just make life more accessible to everyone right. instead of being like, okay, here's this little testing uh, to see if it's red or, or green. It's just like another way to shame people and it's another way to try to get them to fit into these small boxes that right. people do not fit in. Right.
2: Like literal small boxes. <laughs> like, for real. Like, the small. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good point. Right. That, like, oh, what if there was a booth outside the restaurant? Because, like truth be told sometimes i'm like no we need to, we need a table chairs. <laughs> yeah
3: let's, let's get some chairs and a regular table please
2: yeah 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 so i couldn't imagine i couldn't even fathom it
0: and honestly it, sitting here listening about the booth thing like i'm i'm always like yeah let's go to the booth you know like right. booth is so much better right. and like i just everywhere. <laughs> um but like I guess that's just I'm like just realizing all these things that like I never had to think about but I remember like um kind of growing up and sitting in booths and stuff some people I'd be around would like struggle with it and have to like push it closer to me and like I would like see that and it would make me like feel bad and stuff but I just like I was like oh I'm fine but like duh I'm fine you know like uh it's just it's hard to realize these things actually that makes me
2: wonder like okay so we're gonna get real I want you to be really honest okay so when you see a fat person who can't get into a booth or who is struggling into a
0: booth what goes through your head um I don't know I don't know if I guess I I I mean it's hard to relate to that um but also like it makes me irritated that the booth isn't bigger you know and um I don't know I guess I just never really thought about it
1: I mean like my immediate reaction to like seeing something like that is like almost um a form of like guilt like that that's the physical feeling that I feel Mm um and that i I wish that I could save this person from the shame that they're about to give themselves. Um, I think my brain just immediately always goes to that savior mode of like, I just want to save this person. Um, but also so, kind of yeah. like
0: feeling sorry. Mm-hmm, like, But mm-hmm. in a way that's kind of really screwed up. right? Because you know, like those internalized messages come up and you're like, oh, I feel really bad for this person mm-hmm. because they don't fit, but it's more of like, you're blaming them in a way, but like, it's not that that's like your first thought. Mm-hmm. But then your second thought, you're like, Whoa, no, no, no. You like check yourself on that. But that first thought you're like, wow, like I wish they would do something about that. Right. You know? Right. And
2: I, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago that like your first thought is what you've been conditioned to think. And then your second thought is who you actually are. So like, that's kind of why I wanted to ask because I know that like my personal experience, I... Well, like, okay, if I go out to eat with Mike, I cannot sit in a booth anyways because of um, his disability. So, like, tables are necessary. But when I go out to eat with my family, I'm like, oh, I hope they don't pick a booth. Yeah. Like <laughs> 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 and it's, and it's, I know that it's because I grew up hearing, like, little tiny things that people would say mm-hmm. or um, things that, like, my family members would say when I would get into a booth, whether that was, like, Hey, you okay? Oh, Like, pointing it out. Hey. Or like, ooh, the booth's a little closed. Let me try to pull it away Yikes. from the wall it's attached to. Like, okay. making a spectacle yeah. of it almost. But, like, I, I just feel like um, sometimes people make those spectacles. Okay, so they, there's two types of spectacles that people make. The, oh, my God, do you need us to move into a table because you're fat? <laughs> And the, oh, my God, let me try to help you because yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, the, oh, my God, I feel bad is, like, trying to deal with that initial, ooh, they're fat and they should do something about that, but now I feel sorry. Yeah. You know? Um, So I think, I just think it's interesting how you guys Great. kind of view it. You know what I mean? Because for us, it's <laughs> a not... Not fun. right? It's,
3: it's not where we went. I went to a restaurant recently and I mean, I got in the booth just fine. But it's like after getting out, it's like, oh, I keep scooting and scooting and scooting. And, you know, it's, it's just little things like that.
2: And, and then leather booths. Oh, don't yeah. talk to me about yeah. leather booths. <laughs> I'm when you- stuck. Yeah, yeah and then and then cuz when you're scooting and you're, you're the table is right yeah. against your belly all that you can do is like lift an ass cheek and then try to shuffle over and then just lift an ass cheek like there's no standing up yeah, there you know no, what i mean so right. you can actually functionally right. move over it's right. it's a real i got a, a hate for <laughs> leather i guess <laughs> in cars and booths and yeah. stuff Okay so um we talked about public spaces. we talked about clothing. let's talk about mm let's <laughs> see let's let's talk about health, okay, okay, Cause I feel like like in the back of my head, and again, this is like the first thing you know that pops into my head and not it's not the second thing, it's whatever the condition of thing is like um, well, companies shouldn't have to change their booths for you mm. and Rides shouldn't have to be built larger for or bigger you, bodies. Right. But like what is it, like sixty percent of Americans are overweight? It's probably a quote a more quote than that. Quote, <laughs> quote, right? You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Um, and I think that overweight is like a like a size fourteen women's now.
3: Yes, it is. So oh. plus size is <laughs> actually it's any Double number, so double. Digits, so like size ten.
2: Shut is, the front door. I, I'm serious. Oh, because yeah. that's modeling. Well, you're plus
3: size.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome home. <laughs> and actually, I remember kind of finding this out, yeah. and I was a teenager when I found that out, mm-hmm. and I was a size zero for like a day. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and then it was like boop 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 yeah. up there. And I've always kind of ranged between like ten and fourteen, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, and I remember like. Seeing the first like plus size model, quote unquote, and um, she was like a size twelve, and yep. I'm like, oh my gosh! Yep. I'm like, if I wanted to model, yeah. I would be considered plus size, and like everyone's always told me, like in my family, they're like, oh, you're so skinny, you're so skinny, you're so skinny. I've never felt that way, yeah. but they would always say that to me, and I'm like, well, if I want modeled, I'm not skinny, right, you know? Like, right. and and it's just like I remember internalizing that and like feeling so much shame around that. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that part of that is because you're tall too. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon. Um, I I remember in middle school uh, there was this, this asshole who was bullying me because I was fat, and he was bullying me in front of my best friend who wore a size pant that was larger than mine. Okay. Mm. So he's talking shit, <laughs> and she said something like, "She wears a size smaller than I do," and he was like, "Yeah, but you're tall." You've got like six inches oh my on God. her, and I'm I'm five two mm-hmm. at best. Okay, <laughs> so like her being five seven five eight. Right. He was like, no, that's acceptable because you're tall. Right. And so it's like, oh, because my proportions are different. Right. Right. It like invalidates me. You know.
3: Unfortunately, just, yeah. that's the way that people think, and I've I've never been bullied by like anyone in school or anything like that even having three younger sisters and all of them are smaller than me they've never ever called me fat or anything like that but i had this one cousin he would call me earthquake and that was like my (laughs) that was my nickname as a kid it was earthquake and like i don't know if he realize what he was saying to me, but like I'm saying, I'm 29 and that sticks to me to this day. It doesn't bother me. I I feel like if I was like really actually bullied bad, all of that stuff would have like really, really affected me. But I'm like, my parents was okay with it. They never stopped them or anything like, yeah, here come earthquake, like because the room would shake when I walk. And I'm like thinking about it now. I wasn't even that big when I was a kid. I mean, I was (laughs) bigger, but, I mean, I don't people I just wish that people could really realize what they are saying. And it's the same thing with us, with smaller people. Some people do not like being called skinny. I have a good friend that she could not gain weight to save her life. And she hated being called skinny. So I just wish that people could just put I know it sounds corny, but put yourself in that other person's shoes like. I don't think that's Stop. funny at all. But some people, they say, oh, it's easier said than done. No, it's not. It's it's really simple, actually. Yeah. But I just wish that people could understand certain things that they say. And, I mean, I've I've come along. I've never been completely down about myself, but I've gained a lot more confidence in myself. And it it takes a lot of time. And I... I've seen people be bullied. I've never liked it. And it's a horrible, horrible thing. But like you said, yeah. because you're five two and she's five seven or five eight. And I'm I really don't know my height. They say <laughs> one minute I'm like five three, then the next minute I'm five five. So it's somewhere we're gonna go ahead and say 5'4".
1: Okay. cut it down, down the center. Good. It right in the middle.
3: But um and I've been considered proportion, quote unquote proportioned in a good way to be a big girl but it's like why i can't just be who i am like don't put me in a box don't say oh you're this or you're that or i just hate being put in a box and i feel like us as big girls we are all put in a certain box so you can only do this or you can only do that or we're only gonna look at you this way or we're only gonna look at you that way it's it's so many things that people need to consider and i Yeah. yeah
1: um so i know you said that uh you've recently gained a lot of confidence what do you feel like was your turning point to gaining that confidence um
3: i like that question (laughs) (laughs) um well i was in a relationship from 18 to 27 with the same person and at that i feel like at that age um being in a relationship with one person for that amount of time. That's when I first became an adult and I can do whatever I wanted to do. But everything that I did, I considered him first, his feelings first or what he wanted to do. So when I actually left that relationship, like I said, I've never been completely down about myself, but certain things that that person would say to me would play in the back of my head or he would call me fat or nobody wants you and blah, blah, blah. And things like Mm -hmm. that. But, once I left that person, and I I have no, this is not to bash him or anything, but this is a part of, this was a part of my healing process. Yeah. Um, I stepped back and I was able to self-reflect for the last two years and tell myself, I didn't, you know, look in the mirror and say, oh, no, you're beautiful. You're this or you're not fat or, but I just had a lot. but I didn't do it for myself. I did it to get other people's approval. And Mm -hmm. even when I lost that weight, I mean, everyone, oh my God, you look so good, you look so great. But internally, I did not feel good. But going to a store and being able to, you know, buy whatever I want to get, that felt good. But once I actually gained that weight back, plus more, but I've, I've never felt this good about myself, ever. and it was because I took the time out and really realized who I was so that was basically I didn't realize that I had a turning point going on because I was in it Mm -hmm. but that's these past two years that learning exactly who you are and that's pretty much helped myself and You know, people inbox me on um, Instagram or Facebook, like even girls that are smaller, way smaller than me, like you are such an inspiration. How, you know, how much you love yourself or how much you're trying to get other big girls to accept who they are. Everyone wants to be so small. Everyone is not meant to be small. Like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> and so much goes
2: into size like right. it's not it's not just about what you eat right like there's like hormones that go into it and genetics right. and activity and like where you are in your fucking life right. like <laughs> right everything goes into your size and so the idea of shaming people is like ridiculous to me um but i think it's so funny because the whole time th- that you're talking i'm like um i'm thinking about. <laughs> You said people inbox you on Instagram, and I'm like, I wonder how many, how many like private messages or DMs <laughs> like Tess Holiday gets. Oh, right. You know what I mean. Right. So if you guys, do you guys know who Tess Holiday? So Tess Holiday is um, a plus size model. She's like a 22 at 5'1. Mm-hmm. She's she's a big girl. She's um, and she she recently blew up in the past like. Uh, probably like 10 years or so Like just exploded on the internet And um Yeah you be looking up <laughs> yeah, <huh? laughs> She's she's Yeah so um And she She's constantly pushing Body positivity which right. is fantastic And awesome and I super super love her Because she has cellulite Everywhere everywhere but you but you see other plus size models and you're like oh i'm supposed to have a flat belly and wide hips exactly. and like perfect smooth legs exactly and be a size 20 yeah. yeah. okay. <laughs> like what what are you doing right right <laughs> but um but like tess will post um like uh unfiltered images of her or pictures of her without makeup and it's just so freaking refreshing right because yeah because and Oh yeah. Okay. So Adrian said she's very
1: raw,
2: <laughs> and I said yeah. Um, but I just I feel like it's so refreshing, right? Because you don't see cellulite, right. Even on plus size people, right? You just don't. And like my legs are not smooth, <laughs> my tummy is not smooth, right. my arms are not smooth. Right. Like so, even among the like the plus size community. It's like... It's still shaming. There's still... Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And I feel like um, as someone who does have, like, a smaller frame, um, actually something I always te- told myself is I have bigger bones, you know? <laughs> like, that's why I'm not super skinny. <laughs> and, like, um, you even saying that about how, like, these plus-size models have, like, these small waists yeah. and, like, very, like, just smooth bellies. Like, my bu- belly has never been smooth right. unless I was, like, starving myself. Right. And, um. I feel like it's a constant struggle I've always had. And like, I've never felt skinny because my stomach has mm-hmm. always been bumpy and mm-hmm. lumpy and all these different ways. So like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not proportionate to my body mm-hmm. and that's why I've never been secure in my body. But then I also like have, listening to this conversation and like realizing I do, I am still small framed, and Right. That doesn't, I, I don't know. So it's like so hard to like, even not being a larger body, but like still finding these struggles with my, I don't know. It's so weird.
2: It's so funny too, because tummies are like, tummies are where you can see health. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like, um, if you, if you've got like thick thighs and a, th- a big ass, you're probably still healthy as long as your tummy's small. right? Like right. you're probably still like conventionally attractive. Right. If your tummy is small, if you've got like, big arms and like a big chest and your your stomach is flat right. oh girl you look good right. like um so I feel like so much of like how we perceive health and how we perceive like attractiveness is based on our tummies and our stomachs being flat or
0: but also that's where you see like diet pills and like yep. it works wraps and like all these different things that are like wrapping your stomach right. and like this is gonna make your stomach go down and like all these things it's always focused on the stomach i'm wow yeah
2: there's a lot of focus
1: i also just to put this in here just because um <laughs> like diet culture almost goes to the extreme where like people are taking anything and and so i watched this one show uh, this was like years ago but it was a thousand ways to die yeah. And <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I've seen so many like strange things on there. Um, but this person had taken a pill and the diet company had actually put tapeworms in the pill. Oh, I remember that cuz it episode. was like you can eat and eat and eat whatever you want eat whatever and you you'll want and lose, all lose the weight. Inches. And so she Beep. took this pill. Lo and behold, she ate all the food she ever wanted. She lost all this weight. Next thing you know, tapeworms crawling out of her ear. But like, she could have died. Yeah. Because for sure. once the tapeworm gets big enough, it it just eats anything.
2: Yeah, including you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, it
3: shows how desperate people are to um to fit in. Basically, Right. Um, and I, I can't even lie myself. Like I said, when I tried to when I did lose all of that weight, my main thing was my stomach. I'm like, I got to get my stomach flat. I have to. I have to. And I mean, I know it's a big thing in the black culture for women to have big butts and big and, you know, nice hips or whatever. But as long as that stomach is flat, that's that's your go to body image pretty much and once i like i I self-reflected and i'm like okay um first of all i'm human second of all i had a kid third of all whatever i'm gonna eat and as long as my doctor does not say that i'm dying and i'm healthy i'm gonna do what i want to do period and i'm I'm not if i have a stomach i have a stomach whatever but like like you said everyone's focused on that stomach if you have us some girls will go and get the fat sucked out they don't care about any other part of their body right but we'll get the fat sucked just out of their stomach just small. make my stomach small please yeah.
0: And even just like body modifications and surgeries in general, no shame on people who do that. But right. like you add fat to the breast area to have bigger boobs, right? You add fat to the butt area to have a bigger butt. And then like you suck the fat out of your stomach, yep. like, you know, like that like that hourglass figure right. is what people want. Um, dang, I had something, it was gone. <laughs> 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 oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> So I kind of, I'm curious about, like, um, because we're so focused on the stomach right now, like, um, what about, like, postpartum bodies, you Mm. know? And if you want to touch on that.
2: I just want to say that postpartum bodies for for larger people, totally different than postpartum bodies for, like, smaller people. I did not, you couldn't tell that I was pregnant until I was probably seven and a half months. Mm. Like, just because of how large my stomach is. Mm -hmm. Um, So... It's, it, it almost, it just looked like I had a slightly rounder, harder stomach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and sometimes you could feel a baby kick through it, but <laughs> like, oh, there's whatever. There's baby in there. Right. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> 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 but, like, <laughs> but, uh, but so like postpartum bodies for me, I honestly, and I feel, I feel so bad saying this. Um, I don't feel like my body changed. My, my I don't have any extra like okay I probably have like a couple extra like wrinkly parts on my tummy mm-hmm. like right around my belly button mm-hmm. um but I didn't like gain extra stretch marks cuz I already had them <laughs> and my stomach didn't like stretch that mm-hmm. much um and like I I just didn't have I don't have like that mom pouch that like most parents yeah. th- 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 you know like focus on after the fact
3: well me well I don't know if it was my age that played into it but I had my son when I was 22 and before I had him I actually I had a miscarriage so and then I got pregnant almost immediately after having that miscarriage and Mm -hmm. so I feel like my body was in a weird transition when I was pregnant I believe I was about 195 between 195 and like 205 pounds when I got pregnant with my son and so you could tell that I was pregnant and after having him my body did change but I'm not blaming it on being pregnant I just it's I don't know I I feel like everyone everyone's story is is different and I, I don't I think it had a part to do with my age. Like I said, now if I I feel like if I got pregnant now, oh my God, I, I, I I have no idea what might happen, but, um, my body, it, it did change and it was something I was never able to, um, I gained like 40 pounds with my son, but right after I had him, all of that went away immediately. Yep. But, after the years gone on, I realized that it was harder for me to lose weight, and I had to be like extremely, extremely dedicated to it, or it wasn't going to work. That's the only way that I feel like being pregnant really did change my body. My hormones changed, so
2: yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the hormones are right ridiculous. <laughs> right the words, but um, it's it's funny because you said you weighed probably like one ninety to two hundred five or right. something like. that. And so I started off when I was when I first got pregnant i weighed about 270 mm-hmm. and i gained about 35 pounds during that whole thing mm-hmm. um so during the whole thing like <laughs> yeah, that, that thing <laughs> um but but yeah same thing i bounced right back to like my like pre-pregnancy right, right. weight and then and then i definitely have noticed that it, i have to if i notice that like i ate one day and i step like i'm i'm on the Okay, so I'm the person who wakes up in the morning and steps on the scale oh, no. every single day. Don't start I, your day like that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I do this I do this because my doctor does not believe this, and so I keep a tally so that she <laughs> understands. Okay, so my body will fluctuate anywhere between like one, and I've seen it go up to 13 pounds each day. What? So I could, okay, like theoretically, I could wake up in the morning on a Monday and weigh Two hundred pounds, and then the next day, Tuesday morning, same fucking time, I could wake up and be two hundred thirteen pounds. What? And it goes either way. So, so my body completely fluctuates. and I n- no clue what it is. My doctor is like, no, you you're probably just reading your scale wrong. I'm like, "Fuck, it, it's a digital scale. <laughs> 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 it's numbers. I'm, it. it's like I'm illiterate? Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no it's on tile i even i make sure it's on tile that it's on one tile it's flat okay i fucking know. How to wear <laughs> I so so that's 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 who i am yeah. i wake up every morning and i'm like okay that's the scale but if i'm like oh i overate yesterday it'll be like ooh, that 15 pound fluctuation will come mm. in and it's so hard for me to maintain any sort of body weight and I noticed that it's harder after pregnancy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, for sure. I'm
0: also curious going back to kind of like talking about just healthy in general and like mm-hmm. what that actually means and like BMI and right. all that crap. Like, I'm just curious <laughs> about all that stuff. And I think we should definitely know, know that stuff too. I mean, can
2: we just talk about how BMI is completely outdated and has nothing yes, to fucking and, do and with anything? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Snaps for <laughs> BMI being ridiculous. Um, so, BMI BMI is like a t- t- bullshit calculation <laughs> about your height and your weight. Right. And it takes, n- like, nothing into consideration. Like, okay, so... You're human. You're, uh, one, you're human. <laughs> but two... Muscle weighs more than fat, so I know plenty of people who, like, bodybuild, and they're mm. like, no, I'm obese on the BMI scale, and they're like, 12% body fat.
3: Right, yeah. and I remember, yeah. like, growing yeah. up, Wait. I was
1: in high school, and um, I, I had to take, like, thyroid medicine for a little bit because um, I had, like, hypothyroid, which oh,
0: um, yeah. kind of,
1: like, affects your weight. So when, you're hypo, when you have hypothyroid... Uh, you're more prone to gain weight and that's what I have um I remember getting to the heaviest that I had ever been which was like you know just like 170 and like i'm I'm 5 nine and or no it wasn't 170 it was 180. and the like, doctor <laughs>
2: the
1: doctor had looked at the chart and he's like, You might want to lose like 10 pounds because you're like right there on the brink of like being overweight.
2: Can I ask you what, um, what, um, shit, how do, was this before or after your transition? Before. Okay, because it matters, because it also takes into consideration whether or not you're a woman or a man. Right. And like, I would assume what is socially acceptable for Mm -hmm. your body. Um, because i double tapped it i double tapped a, a picture i'm sorry but yeah so he pretty much told you hey you should probably think about losing right. some weight yeah great great
3: well with me yeah. my doctors they never ever said told me to lose weight a doctor a doctor that i worked with she told me i could lose some weight but <laughs> anyways <laughs> It was so funny because I'm like, you're a big woman, too. So how are you telling me to lose weight? But anyways, um, my like da- I've always been a healthy person, always. And that's one thing that I really want women to know is you can be 200, 250, 300 pounds, and you can still be considered healthy, it Mm -hmm. there's no size to being healthy at all and so many people like myself growing up i was thinking oh because i'm big i'm not healthy but Mm -hmm. it's it's not right at all um but i already they they told me like when i was like 14 15 oh yeah you're considered obese um but you aren't you're still
2: healthy i'm like as long Mm -hmm. as i get that h word that's all that matters Honestly, you're so lucky that you had that experience because I've never had a doctor who's like, you're healthy, even though you're obese. (laughs) I've always had people who are like, so your BMI is whatever, whatever, and that's obese. Mm. So let's get you on a diet Mm. immediately, immediately, diet, immediately, blood work, immediately. We're going to test you for diabetes Mm. and like whatever... Whatever the whole panel is right? Um, I actually went to the doctors And this is, We didn't even have this on our list But we're going to talk about it uh, Like medical right stuff mm-hmm. uh, So I recently went to the doctors Like four or five months ago Because I was having um, Like constant Dizziness mm-hmm. Constant nausea um, My hands were going numb And like my feet were going numb And um, I walked in And I sat down and the doctor looked at me and said, do you even want to know your weight? Oh, my God. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> it do- does that pertain to my dizziness right. and like my inability to function mm. throughout the day? Like I was completely exhausted. I just I don't know what was going on. She was like, OK, well, we're going to run a full blood panel because I want to make sure that you don't have diabetes. Mm. And I was like. Are all of these symptoms related to right. diabetes? Right. Like, is is my constant anxiety also related right. to th- well, like? Okay, you're not even addressing any of my issues. Right. So I went and got a full blood panel, and she was like, "Yeah, the only thing that uh, that came back was that your vitamin D was a little bit low, but that has nothing to do with anything. Any like recent studies have found that vitamin D doesn't have anything to do <laughs> with like depression, right. anxiety, or your health in. Almost anyway, <laughs> right? So she still put me on vitamin D pills because whatever. And then she was like, "We could do a follow up if you'd like." And I was like, "What?" So that I can go back and have you tell me, "Oh, you're fat, and that's right. probably the issue right. here." Like, I so mean, I ridiculous.
3: had a similar experience to yeah, that. I um, like, oh. I went to the doctors because I was dizzy, couldn't sleep, or whatever. And it was crazy, as my doctor said, the exact opposite of that and said well do you feel anxious like they actually asked me the questions pertaining to the symptoms that I had they didn't say anything about diabetes so I feel like with that it all depends too on who your doctor your is doctor. yeah, yeah. It's like, it depends on all of these first of all let's say all of these doctors are not right first of all um <laughs> right. and some of them their focus isn't I feel like their focus isn't on the right thing. And that just goes to show that you had something, I believe that it's very serious, which is anxiety. Um, You had that going on and they didn't even address it. (laughs) You put your vitamin D. (laughs) Yeah,
2: seriously. And like, I have anxiety. It's just like part of my life. Right. But like, it was... And I don't, I do not think that the anxiety caused my dizziness, my nausea, my inability it to sleep, my hands on. and mm-hmm. my feet going numb. I don't think that it was anything like that. I'm not sure what happened because it has sub- like severely diminished, mm-hmm. but my anxiety has not. So like kudos to it not being right. my anxiety, you know, but right. like, but it's just, there's factors. Yeah.
0: But it was like your doctor didn't even take you seriously right. because they're like, oh, it's because you're weight. You know, that's just. It's not right. (laughs) And actually, doctors have like maybe two hours worth of like nutritional um, training during their entire doctorate, like schooling. So they don't know shit. No, and
3: and, like (laughs) I said, it depends 100% on who your doctor is. Just like any other profession, mm-hmm. the teachers or whatever, it all depends on how serious they take their profession and how much they really do care about people. And yeah. And just don't look at me from the outside and just say, Yep, you're not healthy and you need to eat some lettuce and water and that's that that's gonna answer a <laughs> lot of cubes. your questions. Yeah. Yeah, I feel everything? like
0: I feel like this idea that thinness is healthy right. just needs to just go away because right. I know a lot of thin people and um, that are not healthy right. at all. And like you said earlier, some people can't even gain weight. Right. And that's a struggle. So healthy does not equal what you weigh. Right. And that's like the moral of the story, I feel like. Um, I'm curious if you all would be comfortable talking about like dating and mm-hmm. like sex. <laughs>
3: Chicken wow wow. Think, um, <laughs> chicken wow wow. I think Bone Chicken um, wow, wow, wow Wow. I think right now with this whole big beautiful woman BBW thing, some people <laughs> some people I feel like it's just like a fantasy for them and they just wanna see. Like me personally, Fetish. I've gotten some messages and I'm just looking at my phone like what the heck is wrong with people? Like certain things I feel like they wouldn't say to other women that are not, you know, that are not big women, but um
2: exactly. Like people will not say things um like, "Ooh, I love your curves," or "I love me a big girl." <laughs> um and that's something that like I've noticed dating, so, um, I'm actually poly, and so um, I'm on some dating sites, right. and uh, the people who do know, who are on my social media, um, I do get kind of disgusting messages, and I have right. to even put it in my profile. Like, I'm not a fetish. Right. If you're going to come at me with, like, I love plus size, I girls. I love me some big girl <laughs> Yeah, then I'm going to be like, okay, bye. Uh, yeah, right, right. Like, I've even asked people, like, uh, well, I mean, before I had to put it on my profile, I we used to ask people um, who would come at me with like, hey, I love your figure. It's so fantastic. Right. And I'm looking at my body like, eh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 but, but I'd have to ask them, ooh, is that like a fetish? Right. And when they're like, ooh, kinda, I'm right. like, okay, no, bye. Bye. Right. Like, thanks for I letting mean, me freaking know, because I'm not a fetish. I mean, like, there's
3: absolutely... Just like any other woman, I love to be complimented, even though I compliment myself all the time. Really? Um, <laughs> I I love a good compliment. But if you come at me and some, oh, girl, this, that, and that, like, first of all, calm down, okay? Like, don't don't talk to me like I'm just, like you said, a fetish. I don't want to be anyone's yeah. fetish. It's okay to... Or just to, a body. Uh, right, like, yeah, just... If if you're interested in me, say it like I'm a woman, not a piece of meat that you want to rub like, my rolls or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's like this mix between fetishizing like larger bodies and also like de-sexualizing like, them. Right. And like not seeing them as sexual beings, right. you know? So like there's this like mix of this like back and forth like, oh, they don't have sex or they're fetishized. Right. Like,
2: yeah absolutely and um i mean it's super prevalent i um i mean i think about like like porn that has like big beautiful women in right. it um like bbws or right. um like all of hm all of the language in like i don't know if y'all have ever watched it but i've been curious okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> so uh Uh, Right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so a lot of the language is like dehumanizing, right? But that's part of the fetish, right? Is and then there's like a whole slew of like, uh, like belly button porn, (laughs) which is uh, not only completely disgusting and unhealthy, like that (laughs) you're the membrane behind your belly button is so freaking thin yeah. that you could puncture it with your finger which is why you're not supposed to like do anything but like people having sex with belly buttons not cool <laughs> like, <it's laughs>
0: side note Adrian absolutely hates when anything or anyone touches his belly button so how uncomfortable he looks right now <laughs> is hilarious
1: because Hannah does it all the time so death glare oh. eyes death. When we I do very not have first, sex with Adrian's no. belly when button we- <laughs> when we oh no not that sorry i'm
0: like this is going way (laughs) out of
1: context no 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 hannah would just poke my belly button you (laughs) could have damaged him but (laughs) yeah when we very first got together hannah would like tease me and like go around my belly button because she knows i hate it and i'm like please stop I I really don't like that. I
0: don't actually touch it. It's just like I'll joke around to pretend to touch it and then he'll move and then I accidentally touch it. Is it like when you're a
2: kid and you're like, I'm not touching you and you'd be like holding your finger like right in front of someone's face? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I actually have a friend. Side note. I have a friend <laughs> who has been in and out of like doctor's appointments for almost two years because her boyfriend poked her in the belly button and now she has like pus oozing out of it all oh the time God. and they can't figure out where this infection is because that's how that is how thin your membrane is. Oh so like I'm having sex with belly buttons. It's not <laughs> safe. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> right, it's totally either. a thing. It's totally a thing. The Internet is deep, Everything man. Is a thing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But but it's definitely there's sexualizing and then, like, dehumanizing. Um, but, yeah, so uh, like, sex and dating is um, weird.
3: With myself, like I said, I was in a relationship with someone from 18 to 27 years old. And then when, like, now I'm just now starting to sort of mm-hmm. get out there and, like, start dating a little bit. But... I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I'm thinking to myself, like, does he really like me? Because, you know, some guys aren't used to dealing with the bigger girl. Or, you know, I haven't... With social media, you can see everyone's exes. It's like, he's yeah. never been with the bigger girl. But then I think about myself. My The person that I was with, he was a bigger guy. But he was the only big guy that I've ever dated. And it's just like, he's... And I don't want to sound like... Um, I don't know. I don't know what's the right word, but I don't want to sound like I'm, like, uh, being judgmental at all, but I'm not 100% attracted to bigger guys. And I saw something that a girl was offended because a guy said he's not attracted to bigger girls, but it's, like, that's your preference. Everyone
2: has a preference. They have a thing, right? Right. um, Which is why there's also a difference between, like, that, that line between, like, fetish and attraction. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, being attracted to larger people is the same as being attracted to, like, blondes or exactly or exactly. Um, a certain physical feature. Like, there's cool, right? cool, do you, boo-boo, right. but, like, fetishizing is...
3: Right, that's a whole nother thing, and 100%, like, I joke about it all the time on social media, and, like, I'm not going to be your fetish, but... Mm-hmm. i'm i'm joking about it but i'm i'm dead serious like no right i'm laugh, not gonna come I'll, and I'll, sit and I'm jump serious. up and down on your stomach while you're like moaning or something people are yeah people are weird they're into that, <laughs> yeah but like i said sometimes i really really think like is this person really into me or is he gonna judge the way that i do certain things because i am a bigger woman so i have to like we go back to the restaurants like, OK, he might want to sit in a booth, but I don't feel comfortable sitting in a booth and I don't want him to say, oh, my God, this girl can't fit in a booth or, you know, th- things like that goes in,
2: into right. my head or. And then you don't even want to say like, hey, can we get a table? Right. Because then why? Right. Right. But in, and it's it's, it's all that. reality. Like
3: it's I, I honestly believe it's a little bit different for bigger people to date. Period. And some people are I know some people are sort of embarrassed because some people are attracted to bigger women or bigger men. And but they don't want to come out to other people and say, you know, I'm attracted to this kind of person. So they continue to date smaller people. But what they really what they really want. And (laughs) I know this for a fact because I know a couple people that have dealt with bigger people behind the scenes or you know in their private places but out in public they can only be with a smaller person and i've never ever thought that that was cool at all you're attracted to who you're attracted to personalities spirits souls that if you're attracted to that that's what you're attracted to but some people just for whatever reason no one can come out well some people can but some people can't come out and say, you know what? I like this girl. She's 300 pounds, but she's fine. And
2: yeah. And she makes me laugh. And she, <laughs> she makes me feel good. <laughs> right. And all these other things that matter besides our size. Exactly. And like, and our shape. Um, I think that's really funny to, to point out, too, is because uh, I had it and then it went away. Um, is there's, it's funny because we think, I mean, I do the same thing where I'm like, does, does this person really like me? Right. Or, um, or am I like an easy lay? Right. Or am I just someone until something better comes along? Right. And, um, and my, my husband is big, Mm -hmm. like he's a bigger dude and he's honestly one of the only bigger people that I've been with. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't really have like a preference body shape wise. Like I've been with a bunch of different people um but uh but still when i'm dating i have that idea in my head like are they actually attracted to me Mm -hmm. or am i just for now Mm -hmm. um and i think that a lot of that has to do because as big people even if even if it's like even if you're not bullied, even if your family doesn't say shit, even if, like, you grew up and everyone loved who you are, right. you still get all these things from media and, like, uh, friends, probably, mm-hmm. who are, like, n- talking about their own diets and right. how they're fat right. and they're eight sizes smaller than you. Right, and you're looking like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so okay. you hear all of these things about how, <laughs> yeah. like, how fat people or larger people are undesirable right. or not sexy or, like, you just don't want to be with them. Um, like, because of their size, right? And so it's like it's always stuck in your head, right? You got to kick in in the ass.
3: Like I, um, <laughs> the first photo shoot that I ever did was actually was it February, February or March of this year? And it was a lingerie thing. And yeah. when it comes to like sex and things like that, I've always been behind closed doors, like. I get, I can get a little wild, but not many people know about that, but, well, they shouldn't, but anyways, um, so I had to do a um, photo shoot with lingerie, and I, at first, I was like, oh, my God, like, oh, everything's gonna be out, everyone, blah, 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 but I had to, you know, go and go into myself and, you know, get that self-esteem like, okay, yeah, you're over 200 pounds. So what? You, you still look good. And for a very long time, even being with that same person, I, and he saw every part of me, I still was insecure about certain things. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately a lot of people deal with that, but once you're able to let go of being insecure and, thinking oh i can't wear this lingerie piece because my stretch mark is showing through this or you oh, know my, my cellulite or my tummy or mm-hmm. i just once once you're able to you know fully fully love yourself and accept yourself the whole dating thing and the whole sex thing it's it's phenomenal <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> right <laughs>
2: I love that. Like one of your first shoots was a lingerie. Oh shoot. my god, there I is. was.
3: I took like three or four shots before I did it, and I was. I, I was. I was so nervous, but I am thankful a hundred percent that that was my first photo shoot, and it was with three other bigger women. And the line is um by Sedani. Um, it's called Sharpwear. and she's a local girl, and she completely just focuses on plus size women and the courage that those other girls had, it just fell onto me. And Mm. ever since then, I, I never looked back like, okay, yeah, you want me to be in a two piece? Where is it? I'm going to go (laughs) ahead. I'm going to put it on and I'm going to love it. You know? So like I said, my, my whole thing is to, I just want other women to feel how I feel, if not better, um, especially being a big woman, so yeah, yeah.
2: I love it. <laughs> I Love it. Um, I feel like we talked about sex and dating. You talked about your modeling a little bit. Um, can we just talk about Have you done a boudoir shoot ever, Hannah? No. Okay. Have you done a boudoir? No. Okay. No. Neither have I. But I feel like um, because I see people like that I'm friends with mm-hmm. who've done them um and and they come out of it and they're like I feel like a sexy little vixen <laughs> like they're like on fire right. afterwards so I feel like we all need to go get bedwar <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have they have bedwar for you too so
0: <laughs> no, nope. I actually have like a $300 credit for a boudoir shoot through a photographer, and I still haven't used it yet because I'm so nervous. It's and go it's do supposed it. to be like a couple one. Go like we do both it. Go. Oh
3: my God. Go do it. Do it.
0: I'm just nervous. I, I just re-
3: when you're nervous, that's when the best things come out. Like I said, take a couple shots, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> Everything that I've done. This past year, I've been nervous about every single last one. But I tell you, after every single last photo shoot or modeling show or whatever, you come out. As long as you're humble, you come out. Uh, those experiences, they you feel so good. Like right. it, it's it's a feeling that I've never I've never felt. And then I don't need any other anyone else's recognition. But when other people say, oh, my God. Oh my god! <laughs> you did so good. You look so good, or whatever. It's it's a good feeling. You and Asian, you guys need to go, go and get it done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you guys need oh, to. Sorry.
1: Um, question because I personally kind of deal with this in the trans community of passing so well, and s- so passing as in um, I pass more quote-unquote in society as a man than other trans men would so do you ever find that if or when other people who are who have bigger bodies come to you and they're like oh you look so good I wish I looked like that do you ever get like that hint of guilt in there Yes. (laughs)
3: Um, simply because quote unquote, I am proportioned in a, in a decent way. Um, I have a smaller, it's not flat at all, nowhere near flat, but it's a smaller stomach and my hips and my butt stick out a little bit more than, you know, other parts of my body. And,
2: that hourglass shape yeah that is sort of like, and it's quote, like desirable I'm
3: sorry I didn't work for it. It's my genetics <laughs> but right. you know some girls do say oh my god I wish I had your body but I'm like I always say girl no no you, you have what you have and that's that but sometimes I do feel a little a little guilty but it's, it's a it's a really awkward feeling and i i don't like that feeling because i don't ever want anyone to ever think that i know i look better or i know i you know fit things better than other people i don't like that feeling at all yeah
2: um i, I just quickly want to like cuz um oh what was uh I don't have I personally don't have people who look at me and they're like, oh, my God, you're so good looking for a big girl. But what I get, what I get is like, oh, you wear it so well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and um, and so there's this idea, you know, that like you may not look good, but you've got some you confidence are, well, yeah. and it's like. Okay, because I've got a big tummy that hangs over. Right. Because I have thighs that have cellulite. Right. Like because like I don't have a, a big ass and it looks like like a like a pancake butt. <laughs> like that cool you just wear it well. Right. And even that is like I feel guilty because I'm like you're saying what? that right. that person who might not have like confidence. Right. Because you put them down because you say things like oh but she wears it well. Right. Like that, that makes me feel guilty, but like, but I don't, I don't get like, Ooh, you look good.
3: I, 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 I I hate it actually. And I never thought that I would hate. So I think it's because they're comparing themselves to me and I don't like that. I've never liked it with any, you know, area in my life, even with being a musician back in the day, like I was known to be better than other guys that play the drums, but I never like for someone to point that out. Like I'm in my own lane and (laughs) I want to stay there. Don't, I don't like making other people feel bad about anything.
0: (laughs) I've actually had people like give me advice for when I was struggling with my body to be like, Oh, well there's other people who wish your body was there. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, (laughs) like, that's supposed to make me feel better. Right. Like when I'm looking at my body in the mirror, like naked body in the mirror, I'm like, oh, but someone wishes this was right. your body. Like that's right. such a
3: screwed up. Yeah. Like, and so many people think yeah,
2: that way. I know. <laughs> Ugh. It's one thing
0: to be like, ah, oh,
2: I couldn't get pizza tonight. Right. They're fucking starving children. Okay. <laughs> like it's one thing to be like that. But when you're having an internal struggle right. about, about yourself, And about how you look and how you present to the world. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not something that should really ever be pointed out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, your struggle's not theirs. Right. So.
0: Curious, um, not to, like, bring up troubling stuff, but I feel like it could relate to a lot of Mm -hmm. people. Like, what are, what's the hardest things that you, or, like, the worst things that you've heard living in the society that's definitely prioritizes thin bodies like what are the main things like you've heard backlash stuff like that like gone through because of just solely because of your weight and your body um
3: like i said um i have three younger sisters and all of them quote unquote they have pretty much perfect bodies and even all of us four of us all together and us going out in certain places like oh they look so good oh they are so small saying this to my younger sisters but oh you all are so pretty you guys are so small and cute I think back then like I didn't realize what was really being said Mm -hmm. but you know as I get older I'm like oh shoot they were calling me cute but saying I'm fat like (laughs) you know things like that and and even with when i'm out somewhere you know a friend of mine might say oh they're big but they you're you're big but you're not as big as them like talking about someone else and i'm like oh well <laughs> right <laughs> that's, Again, that's that comparing. you don't know what you don't know what they might have going on you don't it's it's so many things that people say and they don't realize what they're saying and how they're you know, pouring it out into the universe, and I f- I feel like a lot of people they um they need to just be more aware of the certain things that they that they say. I mean, I can't think of like a certain situation, but people say things <laughs> all the time without thinking about it, and it's, right. it's horrible.
2: Yeah. Um. I rem I've had like the probably the worst thing that anyone has ever like said to me was that I was disgusting mm. or that like they couldn't stand to look at me mm. and like that came personally from a family member um mm. and so like i think i was like i was probably like 8 mm. like 7 or 8 oh when i first started gosh. hearing this from my family member um and and it would be like like little things like like I, re- I remember, like sitting in my kitchen and deciding that I wanted a snack after school, and reaching up into my cupboard, and my shirt coming up just a little bit, mm-hmm. and this person, um, being like, "You're fucking disgusting! Oh I can't God. believe that you would even eat right now." <gasps> like so, like, and and it, that's the worst things, yeah, and they've only come from. One particular family member yeah. Otherwise it's been like Ew I would never date her She's fat yeah. And it's like Whatever bitch right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Fine I'll date your yeah. friend <laughs> So like um, I'm super super. Like I love hearing That like You didn't have that Well You know what I mean
3: Like Yeah <laughs> uh, I only had it From an a, a person But as an adult So it did not affect me as much as it could have affected me right. as a kid. And it was from a person that I probably would have died for at a certain time in my life. But every time that person was upset at me, they would say,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Oh, you're so bad. I got da, da da like a whole, every hurtful thing you could think of. But that never comes to my mind because I know when they were saying that, it was coming from a hurtful place, so it really didn't mean anything, <laughs> right?
2: And like, that's the best thing is like, an, as an adult, yeah, having dealt with like the things that was said to me um, as a as a child, right? Like now, when someone's like, um, I actually was talking to you about it. How I I turned this guy down on Tinder. Uh, we were and doing our up like first, on you. yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and he was like instantly like. Good luck, Fatty. Hope you die. Probably yeah. will soon. Yeah. And um and instantly I was like laughing about it, but I was also like, Oh, you need to work on yourself, honey. Exactly. Like whatever is hurting you yeah. is coming out right Let now and go. that's projecting. Yeah. And like like it's just realizing that as like an adult right. is like, I'll laugh at people now. Yeah. I will laugh at yeah. you if you try to bully me yeah. bully me now. But like as a child, you know, yeah, you don't know how to say that to a, an adult.
3: Right. Yeah. When I talk to people all the time and say, you know, I've never been bullied. People give me like that awkward look because it's like you're a a big girl. You've never right. been bullied. No, I've really never been bullied. But it, it was little small things like that one cousin calling me earthquake or like. Being compared to my little sisters, and you know, (laughs) I don't know if any of you have sisters, but sisters or siblings can be mean, but I promise you, never, not one of them ever called me fat, or you're too big to do this, or anything like that, so it only really happened when I was with one person, and it came out of anger, and it's like, uh... Like you said, you need to go ahead and work on yourself
2: because (laughs) that's all that's coming out is self-hate pretty much. So Mm -hmm. it's funny because my I have a younger sister, too. And wow, we're really close in age. Mm -hmm. So like growing up, um, it was never. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm the older sister, so I would older sister her. You know what I mean? But like. Um, there, was still, there were still times when, like, she would stand up for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I never once heard her call me fat. Mm-hmm. I never once heard her, like, take anyone's side when they were bullying me right. or talking shit or, like, right. just being an asshole. Right. <laughs> like, right. So, like, sisters. Right. I love it.
3: Yeah, see, I, they get on my
2: last nerve,
3: bud. I wouldn't trade my sisters for the world. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I
0: guess, like, if, like, how can people do better, I guess? Um, like, what would your tips be, I guess, if you were, or like, I, in ideal world, what would that look like for more access and more just a safer place for different bodies? Mm-hmm.
3: For myself, because I would look, how I look at myself, I quote unquote, would not be the average black girl. Um, I'm a dark skinned black, which I used to actually be extremely embarrassed of because some in the black community, some people favor light skin more than they favor dark skin. So mm-hmm. I i am a dark skin black girl. That's a big woman that has a brush cut and colored hair. And I'm not something, I feel like I'm not something that you see all the time. And that would be my ideal world is that people will finally, we're in, 2019 like people everyone is not the same and it, it's so simple everyone is not the same and just accept that and then they never will be and mm-hmm. when I was trying to lose that weight I was trying to be someone else because I was always told oh you gotta be small or you gotta be this or you gotta have this size of, um, you know wear this certain thing and I just really really wish that people could You know, get out of that box, that society and social media and everything. Even with the makeup thing, like, oh, your makeup has to be perfect. Your hair has to be perfect. Your size, your clothes, you have to pose this way or your shirt. has. I just want people to just accept who they are, first off, and then be able to accept other people. I feel like that's the biggest problem. So many people say that they accept themselves and they 100% do not. So that would be my ideal thing. It's accept you, and
2: then accept others. Period. <laughs> it's simple. <Yeah. laughs> it's funny because like we we have the same haircut, hey. Right. <laughs> 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 but so I feel the same way that like I'm not your average looking person either. Right. Like I've got stretched lobes and tattoos, right. and like I'm a big person, and like my hair is usually even shorter than this. Mm-hmm. It's usually like. It's like my <laughs> yes, yeah, I users. want almost nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and people look at me and they do see other, right? Which is fine. Like, right. I I appreciate being seen as other, right? Because I never want to fit into a box ever. Fuck those boxes ever. But like, yeah, <laughs> we know how Hannah feels about boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> um, but uh. Like, as far as society, Mm -hmm. I would love, because I'm also huge into, like, accessibility, Mm -hmm. I would love for, like, different standards to be made. Right. So, like, hey, how big is that fucking booth? Right. How much room is between the back of the seat and the table? Right. Add two inches. It's right. not difficult. It's not that hard. It's not <laughs> difficult. Like, yeah, you're going to lose out on maybe one booth. Right. If you, like, took two inches at every single booth. You know what I mean?
0: Also, like, bathroom stalls are itty Oh, bitty. my God. I didn't even think like, of that. I can't even I go to – I'm
3: sorry. I'm not handicapped, but I go to the handicapped bathrooms all the time. I can't breathe in the regular ones. It's so small.
1: <laughs> Those single stall ones. Yes. I get in there, <laughs> and I – sometimes on some of them – I gotta straddle the toilet just to close the door like yeah how is anyone else gonna close it? right
0: right. also sometimes I like get in and then I have to like put my arms all the way up <laughs> and then like wiggle in yeah and then like shut it with my yep. hip and then like finally put my one arm down my other arm's still up even like, the dressing literally. rooms too. yes oh.
2: Yeah, just add, like, two to four inches to everything. <laughs> like, and like- then it's like,
1: but once you get the door closed, then there's that, like, two-inch gap between the door and the wall. And it's like, why even put a fucking door? Because everybody can already see me.
2: <laughs> so... So add two inches th- to, to the everything. door as well because you <laughs> <we're gonna laughs> need to gonna go ahead and, and add two to four inches to everything
3: <laughs> yeah. in the world. Okay? Seriously though.
2: No. <laughs> like just just right, a what little is gap. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is, And like why these would be in a- every single bathroom now that I'm thinking about it. I know, right? Oh, they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like those little changes would right. like change lives. Everyone like, imagine not having to worry going to a restaurant. <laughs>
0: I feel like we've already mentioned this in another podcast but like i feel like there's so much backlash when there is more representation so like the um nike having like a bigger body yep. for a mannequin like yep. there people are like oh you're promoting obesity right. and all this crap so it's like i feel like there would be such a backlash right. of like this promotion of this but like people just need to realize that life is not about losing weight exactly. your worth is not losing weight your life full should not be losing weight right. Like be in your body and own it and all bodies are totally valid um and I'm kind of curious too like when when did your experience with like weight loss stop like when did you both feel like hey like I'm where I'm at and I'm not gonna keep trying to lose weight um
3: <laughs> so I stopped by accident <laughs> because honestly I was feeling I I Felt like I was looking really, really good in my clothes. And once that happened, I started eating regular junk again. And that happened, and then I I got out of a bad relationship, and that played a part into it too. And then, like I said, that's when I did realize that I wasn't completely happy losing all of that weight. So my, my main thing is as long as I go to my doctor's office, And they say, you know, you're not diabetic or you're not on the verge of having a heart attack or something like that. Like, I I mean, I still eat my crap or whatever. But for the most part, I do try to eat, you know, a little healthier. I'm not going to say I'm an angel with it, but that that's when I did stop. I, I lost track, but I'm glad I lost that track because I got Personally, I got on the right track spiritually, emotionally, physically in my eyes. So,
2: yeah, that's great. Um, I don't think that I've hit that yet, honestly. <laughs> like, I love my body. I love it. Um, and I don't care what is on my scale. I really don't. Yeah. Um. <laughs> for For me personally, the only reason that I ever think about losing weight is because I think Uh, that I should be, uh, like, more athletic. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a three-year-old son, and he likes to run. Yeah. And I don't run so well. Right. (laughs) So, like, the only reason I'm like, ooh, if I lost some weight, you know, running around with him would be easier. But at the same time, I know that, like, I know people who are my size who run half marathons. So, F that weight loss bullshit it's just in my head it's still if you lost weight that would be easier though but if i just (laughs) yeah but if i just got off my ass and started running i hate running i'm not gonna run no one can make me run But but like if i got off my butt and i did something i could be athletic without needing to lose weight right i could um i could you know do whatever i wanted without having to worry about the number on the scale. So it, for me it's not the number on the scale, it's what my body can How do. You feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like I've noticed lately that like I'm just and I, there's been a lot of changes for me like mentally mm-hmm. that I know are also affecting like my my sluggishness and like my ability mm-hmm. to like feel good in the morning. But in my head I'm like, "Oh, it's cuz you fat." Mm. You know? You're you're tired because you're big. Mm-hmm. You're um, you're feeling lethargic because, because you're a large person, yeah. not because you've been under so much stress right. and you're under so much anxiety. Right. Like not not because of those things, it's because you're fat. Right.
0: But like, how are you supposed to, not do that when society is telling you those mm-hmm. things? Everything is telling you, oh, it's because of the sole reason it's because of your weight. So like, I want to just validate your experience and let you know, like that's no shame to you or how you're feeling about your body because that's all society is telling Mm -hmm. you. So,
2: Yeah. And like, as much as I know that, that's like fantastic. And I work on it every single day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But like, again, my first thought Mm
1: -hmm. is
2: not what I actually think. It's not who I am. And my second thought is always F that. It's (laughs) not about the scale. It's not about my weight. It's about, getting up and moving it's about how much fun i can have with my son
3: right you know what i mean yeah i mean my son he's a seven-year-old football player and from the day he was able to start walking is like oh my god i gotta (laughs) make sure i'm able to keep up with you so even with him like we'll go to the basketball court and you know run around on the court run around playing football or you know um kicking a soccer ball. So I, I feel personally, as long as I'm able to do those things and mm-hmm. he's happy, I'm happy and I'm not half dead on the lawn or whatever. Yeah. I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm okay.
2: As long as I can get up. Yeah. The as long as, the as the I can, I, can, I might be sore the next
3: day, I might not be able to move the next day, but as long as I was able to move in that moment,
2: I'm good. <laughs> right. Right. Which is where I'm at, too. It just always comes back to like, eh, but you should lose some weight, too. And then that second thought is always like, no, I don't
0: really have to. Right. (laughs) Thanks. Right. But, yeah. Awesome. So I feel like this conversation was amazing. (laughs) Um, Are there any last-minute things that you all, like think we didn't touch on or do you think we're good i feel like that was great that was
3: a really good, so good. Conversation, i feel like yes. we could talk
0: about this for hours and yes. hours and <laughs> hours um and we might have a part two you never know yeah. um but yeah so we are going to conclude this episode i do want you um candace to tell us about your social media where everyone can follow you and see what you're up to
3: okay well on facebook it's candace candace um c-a-n D-I-C-E, this can and dice put together to make it. <laughs> some people swear, like, my name is so difficult. It's really not. It's, really it's not. so weird. I'm like, it's Candace, okay? <laughs> um, and then on Instagram, it's Candace um, underscore Candace. So those are just the two. I've been trying to get on Twitter. I just, I don't know. I can't. I think we're all at that. Yeah, somewhere. I think are like old. I tried, can't
0: figure it then, out. <laughs> I don't know. i like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i just like i tried it for like two weeks recently and then i was like i can't
3: get into it yeah Yeah, but um yeah yeah, i mean i got a few things lined up this year like i just said i'm i this year i just started tapping into other things um things that i've never in a million years thought i would be doing just something like this actually being on a podcast so this was absolutely amazing um so, yeah, Candace Candace on everything. So, yeah. And yes. you'll
0: be back for other events. Yes, I too. will. <laughs> um, so, you should follow us on Instagram at at gray awakenings and then also if you want to email us it's gray at gmail.com um if you are listening on itunes please rate and review us because it will bump us up so more people can <laughs> listen um and also the best thing you can do for us is share our podcast tell your friends tell your families share it on facebook instagram please share us because we want to make sure we are educating and sharing our information with as many people as possible so we love you all so much Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.